Welcome to another episode of Chimes and Bands, the podcast. In this episode, Priye, Muni and Ogechi stepped into the banter room to share their views on some of the issues that has troubled the world this past week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Thank you. So another thing that has been troubling the world this past week is um, racism. The issue with George Floyd really triggered a lot of of people all over the world because we've seen protests in a lot of countries, even um, in Dublin, where you are, Priya. I, I saw you on social media taking pictures, and and you know, mm-hmm. let's touch up. Let's talk about that too. So for me, I feel like racism comes from envy i feel like white people are really envious of of um of black people and and it's for i don't want to go too spiritual but i feel like it comes from the bible where there was a certain time when you know the israelites were doing so well and all of that even though they were slaves in egypt so i just feel like that's where it stems from i think that's that is what is playing out as well because white people actually committed a a crime they literally human trafficked black people into their countries to become slaves Mm -hmm. to them but like centuries down the line now they are jealous and they want to kick them out of the country that they helped them build so what do you guys think about that yeah i agree you know with um, a lot of things that you said yeah i think like racism um, it stems from, you know, that case of white supremacy where they believe they are better than us, you know, even though we are like, exactly the same. The only difference is just like the pigment of our skin. Like, they believe they are superior to us. And I think that's, you know, where it actually stems from. Um, I started listening to this podcast, I think it's from 1916, um so it was just you know sort of like talking about in america you know starting from like the very first slave ships coming into into america and how you know through a series of different things they tried as much as possible to keep the black person like oppressed even to to, mm-hmm. to this day so i think racism stems from the case of you know white supremacy where they just believe that they are better than us True. So, Emwini, as a black person, I think you were you were born and raised in America. So, like, what do you think is the foundation of this problem? Um, I grew up in Chicago. I was born and raised in Chicago, and um, uh, I used to live in this white neighborhood, and I I experienced it myself. At first, I didn't really I didn't I really I didn't really understand what was going on because I was I was young and little. I didn't I didn't really understand why it was so much hatred. And um, it was really, really terrible because it's like, it's like me, for me to, be, for me to remember that, that's how you know that it that's was really scary. Was. Yeah, like we, um, we stayed in this neighborhood. It was filled with white people. Um, I didn't have, I didn't really have like a lot of white friends. I only had like two white friends and that was it, you know? But the my the neighbor that the neighborhood that I that I live that I lived in 
that I used to live in, it was it was really tough because we had like white people coming after us. They were like, they broke our glass. They broke our glass. They they wrote a red mark like "Go home, niggers." You know, like they spit in one of my um, cousin's face. They um, they busted his they busted one of my brother's uh, tire with his bike. It was it was just it was so scary. And you know those you know those canine you know those police dogs, the yeah. German shepherds. One time we was we was walking home, we was walking from uh, school. We was heading home, and then I I don't know if the guy did it on purpose. He let his dog out, and his dog was just like chasing us. And we we for some reason we just stood there, and we were just like we was just scared, and the dog was like circling around us, and it's like. At that time, I didn't really understand what was going on because I was so young, and I was just asking myself like, "What is going on?" And then from there, we had to we had to move because it's like, well, it seems, it seems like they don't want this woman up here. Yeah. So it was like, what do you think I, is I the foundation of the problem? Though, why do you think that white people have a right to you know treat black people? <laughs> because they think, like like because they think they they're better. They think that whatever happens to them is not going to happen. Like, like, for example, like the, the white kid that, that went inside and shot all the kids, they, he shot everybody in the, almost everybody in the, in the uh, school. And what happened? He, the white kid comes out, they arrested him. They took him to McDonald's. Yeah. They, they took him to McDonald's to treat him, to make him feel better. Like, Oh, whatever happens is okay. But it's like, if it was a black person, if it was a black, if it, if it was me, people that look like me, shoot, they will, they will kill me. They will literally kill me, or they'll beat the shit out of me, you know. But with a, with a white person, I always feel like they're, they're they act so much better, like like they're too perfect, like whatever, whatever they do, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna happen. Like I'll I will get away with it, you know. But mm-hmm. now today, now that everybody's finally waking up to see what's going on, like okay. I, I actually like everything that's going on right now because white people and are starting to come come together with us and they actually see what's going on. Like with like for example the the George Floyd um if that video wasn't out there, this yes, would not be happening. Yes. The report that the, the police filed was totally different from what happened. Like they said he had like medical Issues at some point, it came up with coronavirus. Yes, there was no, no, like they just said, like he had like medical issues, and so they had to call the ambulance. They never mentioned anything about like detaining him or holding him down, even though they knew that they were on his video. You know, like the whole like issue of you know this police brutality and oppression and stuff, like. It stems from that place of white supremacy. Um, when they sort of like, you know, see a black person, there's like this prejudice that they already have. Like they believe this person is a threat, this person mm-hmm. is bad. So we have to treat him that way. Mm-hmm. The, the police can flip flop. There are instances, okay, the protests that they were having um, about the lockdown just a few weeks ago in the US, where people came with guns, you know, and they were shouting at police. And police were standing there, 
trying to de-escalate the situation. And in the reverse, you have black protesters now peacefully protesting with police spraying tear gas, fully decked in riot gear and everything. You know, so like there's just like this duality. There's a different Double standard. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a different like a, a black person will get stopped by the cops and he's scared for his life, right. even though he doesn't know what he has done. A white okay, um obviously like you know, as um Mooney said, like this whole situation now has made a lot of people to start, you know, like actually looking inwards and questioning their privilege, understanding like where they come from. Someone was sharing his story, like he's a white person. And he said like the first time that the cops or the a second time that the cops pulled him over. I think he said he had like a bag of weed and he was smoking and everything. And he wasn't scared that anything was going to happen. The cop came to him and told him, Oh, you know you were speeding blah blah blah. Said oh that he's just said driving and he let him go on his way. But if it was a black person, that story would go like a totally different way. Mm-hmm. And um up to that happened that happened to me like like three years ago. My friend and I we were heading out to eat and whatever and we was on the highway and then we see we saw this cop behind us. We didn't know we didn't know why he was following us. We 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 just thought that he was just uh going somewhere, you know. Next thing you know, he pulled us over on the side and he he comes to our car and he's like He's just like questioning us, like, hey, um, um, he was asking us questions, like, hey, um, do you want to know why I stopped you? We we're like, why? Why did you stop us? And he was saying that, oh, because your license license sticker is expired. And you know, she was saying like, oh, that's not true. And I just bought a new one. Nothing happened. It, it's okay. The 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 sticker is fine. You know, he tells her to get out the car. Okay, get out the car. He cuffed her. He cuffed her and he put her in the um in a police car. And I, I got out the car because I was scared because I'm like, oh my God. Then he the guy yelled at me. He's like, get in the car, get in the car. You know, so I got in the car. So he's like questioning us. He's like, Do you guys smoke? Do you guys have any guns? Do you have any anything in the back of the car? And there was nothing. There was nothing there. There was nothing there. So I'm like, I'm looking at myself like, what is going on? I don't do I look like the type of person that smoke? Do I look like a person that <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like it. I don't. I don't. I don't even do all that. All that crap, you know. So there was another cop that came along with me. They they came. Uh, another cop came, and he asked us the same question. He's like, "Do you guys smoke?" I'm like, "What? The, what? I, I don't do none of this. We there's nothing in the car. If there were, you would smell it. You know, you would either smell mm. it or you would either see anything in the car. And because you guys didn't see anything, that's how I know that." They didn't have nothing better else, better else to do. They just wanted to bully us, and they and they did what they had to do. So he let us go. He let her out the car. I'm like, so what was the point of arresting her? You you put her in a car for no reason. You you didn't you didn't really tell her what she did. You just cuffed her because it's because she had an attitude. Because you know, like even if I have an attitude, there's, there's no there's no reason for you to put me in the back of the car. Is 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 what I'm saying to you is you know, and I just felt like I just felt like like you you were saying um like you were saying if it was a white guy they would not do this they would not do this to anybody so they let us go and then he gave us one ticket for the sticker then the second ticket I don't know where where the second t- ticket came from we're like 
what what the hell? He said that he said that the second ticket is for because she didn't put her signal on because that's we get a we get ticket for not putting our signal on. And I'm like, what? That's she put it on. Where did the ticket come? Where that's, did the that's, ticket? That's what it is. Like they're just like <laughs> trying to oppress. This this situation has me got me thinking rather that even amongst us here in Nigeria there is some form of racism. It's called tribalism, and and, tribalism. and yeah, the, the fact that you know your mom doesn't want you to marry an evil man or this person says, oh, I will not, you know, make this person feel comfortable in this place because she's Yoruba or some something, or the fact that um. The people do not think that oh they were born leaders and every other tribe should rule under them and 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 all sorts of of, of things has, has made me has got me thinking a lot of our leaders a lot of people are out there saying black life matters and they are supporting the protest in america and we've not dealt with our own issue right here in nigeria okay you look like you have something to say okay yes i was even going to say that uh, aside the whole um, racism thing outside the country, well, it's not just in the, it's not just the white people. Even in we blacks Africans, we have our own issues. I, I don't want to go to the South African issue. Talk more of yeah, xenophobia. Just, uh, by the side Ghana here. So my sister schooled there, and with the same black to black, you know this one. Um. Um. Priya said something about the difference is just our colors, personalities, and everything are the same. That um, they they always feel that they are better. It mm. even it has the same. The same thing happens to we as black people to our other African countries. South Africans feel that they are better than us. I feel like it's just a Nigerian thing. It's just a, I it's just a it's a general problem. Come to think of it, but let's not go there because even in class. My sister would tell me of how, you know, a Ghanaian feels that he's better than her. She's like, we're not competing. We're going to get this degree and we're going to eat. But they don't get to see it. They just feel that things go well for us as Nigerians and as um, Africans. Yeah. And then when they, when they meet us in their own zone, Let's say because it's, it's, it's we living our zone to their zone. Because True. if they come here, we treat them. White guys right. do a lot of things, ride in their cars and smoke and do all that and all that. And our own police guys and our own soldiers almost do not do anything to them. They, 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 they go against the rules and stuff and stuff like that. And we don't do anything to them. But when we're there, they always want to show us that they are in charge yeah and i saw i saw something that, on the internet that says that when um a white person or someone from the abroad comes to nigeria to work they say they say the person's an expatriate but where's the word that in, in nigeria <laughs> goes out there to work they call the person a worker or something so the, the bias is actually is actually we black people um subduing ourselves to this kind of thing. Muni, would you agree? Would you agree that or would you see the sense in all black people saying that okay, in the next five years, um, everybody should go back home, try to locate their ancestry and leave America? 
would you what? would you would you see the sense in that coming back home and building here building whatever is mm. left of, of of their heritage or their history out here too like i have a lot of I have I have black friends too, and I I stopped talking to some of them because it's like I literally had to educate them about where they're from. Like like some of them they don't believe that their their ancestor was from Africa, and it's like okay whatever I'm not I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna say anything because they all my school year my school year was it was disgusting it was so disgusting because not only I went to white school you would think that. Now that I'm in a in a black school, I feel a lot more calm. Like, oh my God, thank God. Like, I'm I'm with people that actually look like me. They're them too. <laughs> they didn't like my ass either. They did not like me. <laughs> it's like we're the same people. What the hell? Like we yeah. look alike. And y'all, you guys are still trying to come at me. Like I thought I thought it was just them. Wow. But yeah, yeah, like so, they, they so black people also have the problem of not wanting to um associate themselves with their origin so how can we yeah. cure this racism in the sense uh, <laughs> like, I, like i was saying it's not i'm not i'm okay i'm not gonna just say it, it's not just them but i feel like people that actually look like me too is like them too they they talk down on their own people too because it's like it, it's like it's, it's like if we're gonna if we're gonna stick together we, we need to stick together we don't need to tear our own people down you know what i'm saying because like in high school i had i was tortured because i was dark like i was dark and it's like hello we look alike what the hell like just because you're light skin does not mean you're not black you're black exactly. too that's, my whole family is black what do you mean I stopped talking to two two three of my friends because they used to talk down on me for being too dark and I was like, and and one of them, I told him like, isn't your mom black too? She black as just like me, and, and she didn't know what to say because it's like it was like, oh yeah, she is dark, and it's like, what are you trying to say? Like, are you trying to say because you're light skinned you you look you look ten times better? Like, look at me now. I want to touch on that, like you know that colorism, um, because I feel like you know we have like sort of internalized. You know, the idea that white people have been trying to force down everybody's throat that they are better. Mm. A lot of black people too have taken that and believed that white skin is better. In Nigeria, people would do all sorts of things to make their, their skin a lot lighter. Yeah. And then the light skinned people will be trying to make them like, oh, see, as I am like this now, my face is as dark as this shirt. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like, where I go, ah, you're such a black boy, blah, blah, blah. Are you not going to do cream or something? And I'm like, no, why do I need to? Hmm. Like, they feel as though once their skin is white, like, even in Nigeria, True. I think, okay, I, I don't know, I wouldn't say that, that we are racist to ourselves. We treat ourselves as second class citizens in hmm. our own country. Hmm. Like, um, someone talked about, you know, how uh, when the white people come, they are expatriates and they are mm-hmm. sort of like almost allowed to do anything. I have like mm-hmm. an instance. Um, Someone called me to cover a sporting event that a footballer was organizing. So he was the expert, the expert coach that they brought from England, but he's dark like me. And they brought like an inexperienced, like Egyptian, not outside Egyptian player, but he's white. He doesn't have half the qualifications that my friend from England has, but Nigerians 
in that place were treating that Egyptian player like he was God. Mm-hmm. Treating the um the Nigerian and the guy from, from England as if he didn't matter. Like they were just it, it it's just so crazy. Like we have internalized like you know the oppression to the point where we look down on ourselves. We try to distinguish and I think that's one of the things that um, um I listened to Trevor Noah a lot um, and he was talking about how you know apartheid was so successful. True. They created like you know these subcategories. Okay, if you are close to white, then you are a bit better than those people. Mm-hmm. So you separate yourselves from those people. So they created like you know those compartments where they know that if everybody can come together, we will be an unstoppable force. But by dividing us, you know, making these ones feel a little special than these ones, those ones will continue the oppression on those ones. You know. So there's just so many, so many issues with, with mm. it. But it's a good thing that you know many of these conversations are happening right now. A lot of people can mm-hmm. look within themselves and understand, yeah. you know, okay, this is you know what needs to change. And to the point about like that you made, you know, about um, saying in five years time people in America should find their roots and come back. Why? Many of them were born in America. Why do yeah, they? It is their land also. Move? Exactly. They, they, they have as much right. A lot of them do not know. Yeah, as the white person that is there, because the foundations of the U.S. was built on the on back black. of black True. people. Like, True. if if you guys can, I think you should listen to that um, podcast sixteen nineteen. Um, it draws like a lot of parallels, you know, between how. You know the the American economy was built on slavery. How uh, slavers were using black people to get loans, and then those loans were now being packaged as bonds. You know the foundation, the very foundations of the economy of the U.S. was built on oppression and violence. Hmm. So it's 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 very yeah. So rounding 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 up now. Um. Any last words on racism? What do you think the solution is? How can we move forward as human beings and and as as people living in in the country where it is directly we are directly being affected? Okay, so you've not said anything new. Well, <laughs> okay, so I was even going to address your um, tribalism thing. It starts from there. The small small units that we have, we can't even manage it. How much more? taking it around countries and the world in general so maybe i should say let love lead or how am i going to say it? let's let, let let love lead even from even from the tribal issues let's just i know that some issues will arise if you're not married somebody from your tribe you know because they might have a different kind of cultural whatever which is where our parents probably get scared and you know they feel that you know it won't work and mm-hmm. you will come back by yourself and say no i don't think i'm going to because it has happened to me too so um it, it, it didn't make me tribalistic it just made me more careful maybe not seeing everybody as equal but seeing the the goodness in every individual mm-hmm. there's something special about everybody you know we have this courage as blacks i don't know if the white guys they have it but we have this courage as blacks you know no, Muni said something about about um getting harassed for just your look. Please, am I supposed to plaster something on my face to look differently? 
No, mm-hmm. I won't. So why would you harass me because I look like I don't care what you do to me? So everybody around sure. us, let's just yeah. have this perspective Love that this person might not be right. He might have habits that I don't like, but it doesn't give me the right to judge. So long as there's love. Um, yeah, peace can rain. So, yeah. any last words, Moni? Mm, um, my last word is um, I think I just think that if if we want this to be better, I I just feel like we need to like all come together at once. Like for now, everybody's literally like people are still protesting to this day. I wish <laughs> you guys can see. I wish you guys can right now. Like I feel like the world just ended out here. Like if you see what's going on with the stores like they literally broke everything like they shattered the glasses they they went into louis vuitton store they and they they stole all, all the yeah. they they uh they they stole all the cars and they started driving with, with without any license plate all the stores like there's no stores for us to go to i can't even shop i can't even go to the mall like i can't do nothing because they they took everything <laughs> and it's like it's like cops everywhere now we have now we have mm-hmm. curfew time our curfew is nine o'clock now nine to six it was resting like the cops was just everywhere and it's like i've never seen so many cops out here and it's like i always ask myself like where the hell was all these cops when mm-hmm. people were racing doing crazy stuff now they're all out here trying to arrest people because we're outside yeah it's but like okay let, let's talk and 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 i and i really love it because it just shows that it just shows that we actually care for each other, you know. But like, why even, are you not out protesting, Muni? Have you have you gone out to protest since it started? <laughs> I trust your Nigerian mother. <laughs> <laughs> I trust your Nigerian mother. My mom called me yesterday. She's like, Muni, don't go out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mom, you know, I'm, I'm over here trying to tell my mom, like, mom, it's okay. Like, nobody's fighting. She's like, I don't care. I don't care what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> even even when the, the coronavirus came out, she's like, like stay in the house. So, <laughs> but we'll be fine. You guys know. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's like it's like they're so dramatic and it's like calm down. We're all we're gonna be okay. You know, so it's, it's like it's fine. Like for her to call me yesterday, she's like, Mooney, be careful with the you know they're arresting people for being outside for the mm-hmm. food. She called me one time. She like, she like, Mooney, um, uh, I, I, I just make sure you get in the house because I don't want them to put you in jail. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I wouldn't be able to get you out. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say because. Priya, do you have anything to say? Uh, you know the issues that we we have to face are so much. You know. Even within our own black community, we have to address like you know our own colorism, our own tribalism. Mm-hmm. When, you know, but I think you know as racism, especially like one in America, is you know subject of the focus True. now. True. There are a number of things that can be done. Um, now you know we are already like you know on the path. A lot of people are starting to you know reassess and understand like the privilege that we have. So I think, you know, as I, I read um, the press release that Ben and Jerry's put out, and I was so surprised that the corporation could write something like that. Like, they didn't, you know, mean 
towards or try to shy away from the problem to call the problem out for what it is and then you know propose like concrete steps that they can take you know including every like doing like if you know full-on like research to understand you know the effects of slavery and you know racism and stuff the, the effects that has had on black people and for there to be you know proper reparation mm-hmm. you know you know just just like so and they need to reform their police force, force. their police force True. is a problem True. all right Lem, thank you guys i really really appreciate we I, I feel like we actually talked about a lot and we addressed all the issues that we needed to address we are chimes and bands the podcast say no to rape and racism and we'll continue to lend our voices and stand up in support of a rape and racism free society <laughs>